All right, sounds good. Hi, welcome to the Caffeinated College Coach Podcast. It's Wendy Steinberg, and today I've met a new friend. Her name is Camille Roney. <laughs> I was like, I was like thinking, what am I doing? And she is a fierce female entrepreneur. She does a non-traditional accelerator program not only to help students who are not a traditional student going through the college process, but helping those of us who go back to school. And I was just addicted to her website um, right before I was getting on. And I told her, I I really wish she was uh, around in 1989 when I started college, because I would have loved having increased grades, Um, you know, fighting through the imposter syndrome and uh, tackling student debt. Oh my gosh. When I graduated with my master's degree, I would have, I I could have used her mentorship. That is definitely for sure. So I'm going to turn it over to her and just have her introduce herself so we can get to know her and, um, you know, get inspired with this wonderful program. Oh, thank you. That was a beautiful introduction, Wendy. Thank you. You can just follow me around and introduce me to people. (laughs) That's that's so kind of you. Um, So to give you a little bit of background of of how I got here Mm -hmm. so far, I left a successful career at the age of 25. I was a creative director, loved my job, but I knew that there was something more for me. I had a bigger purpose beyond the web development and marketing world. So I went back to school and I was under the very false impression that my my, uh, life experience alone would allow me to get better grades than my peers. Oh my goodness, such, I was so naive, holy smokes, because I did not have a good foundation of study skills when I went back to school. And essentially, I wasted my first two years of university over studying. And that is a thing lots of students do. I would, if you can picture this. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Wendy. You, yeah. Okay. No, guilty, guilty, guilty. Go ahead. I'm just connecting. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you can picture this. My, even to drive to the grocery store, I would have my husband drive and I would be in the passenger seat with my calculus textbook trying to study. And you can imagine (laughs) the quality and productivity of that session, zero. Mine as well have just, you know, had a cat on my lap. It would have been funner. (laughs) So it wasn't until um, my husband and I were, had our son a few days after my last exam in my second year. And I knew my purpose for going back to school was to become a physician. And there was no way any medical school had any reason to even interview me with the the grades that I had, no business. So I knew had something had to change. So I got really serious. I got obsessed with learning how to study. I invested in study courses and life coaching and started getting obsessed with all these different studying podcasts and test prep. And finally things started to click. It wasn't, I was spending so much time on skills that really weren't serving me. I had mastered these very specific study techniques that yielded very poor results. 
So it was time for me to accept that and try something new. And I did. And I was able to take my GPA from a 2.3 up to now a 4.1. And I did that while raising our son, while building a house and selling a house, you know, adulting. Yeah. Doing the life stuff, doing the volunteer work that you need to do to apply to med school, taking the MCAT, yeah. nursing, all, all that stuff. And I was able to do it because now when I sat down for a study session, I could get super productive for a very short period of time and then not need to review and cram all this time later. I, di I didn't have to go back and reread the same page because I'd zoned out. It was 100% productivity, very short period of time, move on to the next thing. So that's one piece of the puzzle. Managing my time, huge. Figuring out how to finance my education is tremendous because you know what? I'm sure a lot of you can relate. I don't care how smart you are. If you are trying to juggle a part-time job or you're stressing out about the student loan paperwork you have to get submitted by a certain time if you're worried that your scholarship's going to fall through because you can't maintain the GPA your grades are going to reflect that yeah. that anxiety that stress so once I graduated I'm now waiting for the next med school application cycle I feel that it is my purpose to use this time to now share that value that wisdom that I gained so that somewhere out there Students don't have to waste time and money mm -hmm. retaking classes that they hated in the first place because they failed or working more than they have to so that they can afford tuition when there are many ways, even outside of student loans, even outside of scholarships that they can pay for school. There's so much wisdom out there. And I also hired specific experts in the fields of financing and studying and whatnot, and they can contribute their wisdom. They're part of their course as well. And I know that another tremendous component, especially for non-traditional students, and I like to use a very broad definition of non-traditional, in my opinion, if you have a significant priority outside the classroom, you, it doesn't have to be you know, that you're returning back to school. If you are the primary caregiver of a child, or taking care of your parents, whatever the case is, you're non-traditional. You need to have the support you know, you, that you're not alone, you're not crazy, mm -hmm. to hold your hand and cry with you when things don't work out the way you wanted, to support you and cheer you on when you have those wins. Building that community is so important. So this course and coaching program that I've created is all about support. I want to save people time, money, help them feel loved and so confident when in their in their academic career so that they can get the career that they want. Really, for almost everybody, that's why we're in school in the first place is because we're chasing a dream career or overall potential earned income over the lifetime. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> that was a very long-winded introduction. Oh, it's fabulous. So I know you said you went into marketing and at 25, you went back to school. So mm -hmm. your undergraduate wasn't in like pre-med, right? Absolutely not. No, no. When I first finished high school, I went and did like a diploma program in web development and design. So that's kind of what brought me into that. And that was 
there was no credits transferable towards my undergraduate degree. And so then when you were 25, you started your undergraduate program as a non-traditional mm-hmm. student. You got it. Yeah, you got it. Oh, you got it, Wendy. Goodness. Wow. Because I, I currently work at a, at a college where most of our students are non-traditional, first generation, lower socioeconomic. And, you know, I actually see when you said the stress is reflected in your grades, I see Absolutely. that every semester. Every mm-hmm, semester, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have reliable transportation or food or, you know, we have a food pantry on campus. There's so many loose ends that are external to the classroom success that literally um, this is priceless. Could you walk us through how someone would start with you and how long the program is and, and you know, just kind of give us a, a picture of what that's like. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few different approaches. The first is just taking the course on its own. And you there, there is a payment plan option. It's 50% off right now. I've tried to make it as accessible as possible. Yeah, that's at the nontradaccelerator.com. Um, so you can take the course and that incur- includes, it. if you were to sit down and do it all in one go, I've split it up into five weeks, so into five modules, and they each take about a week. I do that not because it takes actually takes five weeks to do it, because I don't want to overwhelm people who are already overwhelmed. So yes. you take this bite, you do the work, take your time, journal about it, move on to the next section. Um, and that includes a group coaching mm-hmm. program that we do biweekly. Another way that we can that you can work with me is to just set up a free coaching call. And you can do that on my website or just message me on Instagram. I'm, I'm pretty good about responding to those quickly. That's at the learning mom. And that's just an hour to talk about your goals, what obstacles you're facing. And I don't hold anything back. It's just me trying to support you as much as possible. This is what I feel is my mission for this time right now. So there's no obligation, just talking about you and your goals, where you want to go and what you need to do to get there and how we can set up as much support for you as possible. That's incredible. Really. Um, But then you're going to segue into being a physician. Mm -hmm. So this, this isn't gonna like go with you or um, will the program, how will that go? So the program once, (laughs) Cross, fingers crossed that uh, it'll happen this year. I'm only applying to the one. Mm-hmm. So I know that, you know, it's, you know, putting all my eggs in one basket. Um, but the course will continue, but the biweekly coaching calls will not. Okay. Mm-hmm. But wow. there is a severe part of, part of the, uh, when you, sorry, when you get access to the course, you also get access to a private Facebook community and it's quite active. Everybody's always sharing their wins, sharing their struggles, asking for everybody's opinion. So there's still that very much that community component there. Um, you'll just miss out on, on my special flavor added into things. Oh, I have no doubt that it'll still emanate through everything that you do. Oh, thank you. I hope so. Absolutely. I hope so. Um, So when I was looking at your website, I saw all these amazing testimonials. So do you then, I know with, with the pandemic, you probably weren't able to do this, but do you go to campuses and do workshops for 
career centers or do you, are you a public speaker in that vein as well or? I'll be a special guest at the pre national pre-health conference this year, but other, other ones, I think I've, I've missed the ball for, you know, to get, get my name on the speakers list this year. Um, some places, some conferences are still doing online. Some are doing like a partial virtual online mix. So we'll see how that works. Um, but definitely checking out the more local, especially community colleges around mm -hmm. and universities that, you know, we all need as much support as possible, but I can only be at so many places at once. Right. So mm -hmm. with you being in Canada, mm -hmm. and you probably have um, clients who are in the United States. Yes. Our whole higher education system is so different from um, the Canadian higher ed system. How do you, is there a, is, do you, do, is your program like a two track? Like, cause in Canada, it, it's, it just seems so much more seamless and accessible. And in the United States, it's almost like cutthroat, you know, and for the money, for the access. I mean, you even saw that we had a scandal, you know, a couple years ago from trying to get those kids into a college, you know? Um, so have you had to kind of modify your program at all for where, where your clients are located? That's a really interesting question that you brought that up. I, I have um, students all over the world. We've got some in Ireland and New Zealand and Canada and the US. Um, essentially, I try and teach the skills necessary. <gasps> and then the goal, I give homework at the end of every lesson. And I say, you try this, see how it works. Take what you like, leave the rest. And in those group coaching calls, um, we can kind of discuss more the specific questions of, okay, this is the program I'm trying to enter. Here's the prereqs. Here's where I'm at. Here's what I, and then we figure out what needs to happen in order to get people there. So in theory, everybody is able to have the skills necessary by the end that they can be flexible and get to where they need to go. And then through the coaching component, we can, you know, do more of the hand holding and make sure that everybody feels fully supported to get to that dream career that they're after. Absolutely. Um, I know you saw increased grades for yourself. Um, and so is that's really one of the objectives your, your clients have when they go through your module. I mean, are you just cheering them on? I mean, this seems to be like such a happy ending, you know, because you provide all these amazing resources, you cheer them on and then you see the success. And I'm just, I'm like, every campus needs this. You know, I, I absolutely agree. And I, I kick myself because when I went back to school, I felt like I was the only non-traditional student. I would look around a class of like 300 and think, oh my goodness, what business do I have here? And then it wasn't until my fourth year that I realized there is a gal sitting over in this corner and someone over here. And I'm like, oh, we're all moms yeah. here. Yeah. And you know, some you don't even appreciate that until later. So right. yes, there's tons of, it's, I try and create a very positive supportive community. At the same time, obstacles are going to happen. 
that's right. that's the joy of life. And I <laughs> I actually have multiple lessons discussing not just you know how to cope through academic setbacks and life setbacks, but planning for setbacks because it's a guarantee. We don't know what those setbacks are. It could be, you know, your car is going to break down at some point. I mean, just look at it in the next year or two, something's going to happen or whatever the case is. So try and be prepared as much as possible. Mm -hmm. But again, with that supportive community, we've all bombed a test at one point or another, Mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be that day where it's just an off day and, um, you know, your, you, your mind goes blank when you sit down to do yes. a final exam. Those things are going to happen, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to happen alone. You don't have to right. face it alone. Yeah. I know one of the objectives you have also is that imposter syndrome. And when you're mm-hmm. a non-traditional student, that I think is one of the biggest blocks that a lot of, I know students that I've seen that I go through sometimes daily because I'm like, who am I to try and start this side hustle of helping students get into college, right? Mm -hmm. And then your platform is to help them be successful in that vein too. And, you know, that imposter syndrome, and I guess that's where your success in coaching comes in because that, that is almost a habit to kind of cultivate. And one of your, um, on your website, it's about consistency. And, you know, I think I need to like have a, I mean, I hope, do you have a podcast? I could like walk and, (laughs) and listen to it because that fear, that imposter syndrome is so limiting and, and I'm sure it's so relevant with your clients. Absolutely. Tremendously limiting. There's so many, I mean, it's just one of many limiting beliefs that hold us back. But once you acknowledge it, give it a name, see what that feels like, sit with that feeling, you can start to overcome it. Because regardless of what you're feeling on the inside, if you're in school, if you're sitting in a classroom, you are just as worthy of being there as everybody else in the room. You've all overcome the same minimum prerequisites to get there. And if anything, you're overqualified because of the life experience that you have, because Mm -hmm. of the risk and bravery required to get yourself in there, overqualified. That's that's how I like to see it. Do you ever have to help your clients navigate the shooting on themselves. Like I should have done this earlier. I've oh, yes. time. you yes. know, I'm, I'm 50 years old. I, I can't switch careers. Ah, uh, you know, um, it's that shooting that, mm-hmm. that is also a limiting belief. But as I'm listening to you, I'm like, Oh, for sure. I bet there are clients you have that are like, I've wasted 20 years being a you know, a clerk at Kroger. I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. now I'm trying to be a web designer. I don't know what to do. I mean, do you deal with that shooting that, that a lot of people have? Absolutely. Yes. As well as if I'm so smart or, you know, I was able to be successful in this other field Mm -hmm. and now I've left it to do this. If I'm so smart, why is this so hard? Mm-hmm. Why is this physics feel impossible? Why does it seem, again, seem, seem is the important word here, 
that everyone around me, I haven't seen them even crack open their textbook yet. I saw their grade and it was way higher than mine. Right. right. What's wrong with me? It's huge. It's, it's so much more than just, you need to study harder. You need to study more. That was one of the issues. I don't want to use the word issues. Something I felt from taking other study courses yeah. was I feel like they were made by men for men who had nothing but time on their hands to study. And there's so much more than that. I can, I can teach you all the study skills you want. And if you don't have the right mindset, if you yeah. don't have the confidence, it's, it's useless. You need to believe in yourself or at least believe in the possibility. I find mm -hmm. that's, that's often the biggest step is I like to encourage people to think, okay, you know what, if you've, if you just failed your last midterm, okay, that's, that's a pretty shitty feeling. Let's sit with that and ask, is it possible that I pass this next test? Yeah. Is it possible that I do really great on the next test? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's possible. It may not seem likely right now, but yes, it's possible. And just accepting that potential reality yeah. takes, takes people a huge step forward. It's, it's so freeing. Yeah. And then once you start seeing the progress, trying different study techniques out, trying different mindset work, you know, making, making progress and, you know, maybe juggling your schedule around a little bit so that you can focus focus things a bit differently, then you start seeing the results. And then you say, okay, now I have evidence to back it up. Right. Yeah. I can, I can more than pass. I can do great. Yeah. So do you mm -hmm. find, I know you mentioned men. Um, mm -hmm. Do you find most of your um, clients are female? Yes, I believe. I'm trying to do the math in my head right now. Over 90% of my clients are women. And I think that's because, Barrett, think, it's because they either face those mindset blocks a bit more yeah, or they're willing to accept them, I, you know, inspect them, identify them mm -hmm. and work beyond them. Okay. I feel like men, even though they, they often have the same beliefs, it's, you know, there, there's a lot more digging that needs to be done. And it's a bit more difficult to, to get them to open up and discuss that. Not to say that it's impossible. Right. But the majority of my clients are women. So when you, excuse me. So when you did the research in the mm -hmm. study skills and, and um, you, you gathered all this information, did you have to um, redesign it to fit your clientele of being 90% women, because I just what you're saying, like, you know, men think differently, respond differently, they probably wouldn't open up and say I'm having a hard time. And here, you've had to cultivate it to this demographic, right? So you you did modify it a little bit, right? Or I modified not so much the study techniques, right? I modified more the approach to the techniques. Okay. Because often coming back to sort of the sex differences or gender differences, 
I find men are actually very much open to say, I'm having a tough time with this specific concept in this class. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm having trouble with trigonometry or whatever. Very, okay, practical, let's work on the trigonometry. Whereas right. women may say, I'm having trouble even thinking that I, I, there's, I can't do this. And it's just like, a, I can't, I am. There's a lot of those I am statements. I am stupid. I am, I'm not smart enough to get this. I am. So then we, okay, different. Oh, hold on. We can't even talk about trigonometry until we tackle these, these beliefs. Right. Yeah. So it's not so much the study skills, more so the time optimization components, because I felt like a lot of those courses were like, all you need to do is study 18 hours a day and it'll be great. Which (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, good for you. I need, I need, I, I like sleep too much to do that. So yeah. So I, I did the whole course I feel is, is more so for it's for those non-traditional students who do have the priorities because again, I can tell you to study all day, every day, and that's not going to serve you big picture. That's not sustainable. And it's not going to work if you're, if you're struggling in your undergraduate or, you know, whatever college degree you're after. And if your long-term goal is to get into law school, to get into middle school, school, whatever, those study techniques that you're struggling with now, going to be way blown out of the water if, and when yeah. you get to that next level. Absolutely. So It'll totally we need to tackle that. those bigger mindset yeah. issues first. It makes so much sense. As I'm sitting here, I'm looking back on my own academic career and it, you nailed it on the head. It was my internal dialogue where I was like, and I never use the word stupid because that's a bad word in our house, but um, it. good, you know, um, especially when my kids are down on themselves. And I'm like, no, that's not the route we're going. So, but I, I do remember having that negative internal dialogue and it was limiting and mm-hmm. it didn't allow me to move past that belief to, like you were saying, can I do better on my next test? Yeah. Can I get a great grade? Yeah, that's an option. Mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. so, oh my gosh, you know, if I could go back to school, I would do this, but I don't want my doctorate. So <laughs> I don't want it. I, I, you know, I am raising Fair three enough. boys and I'm like, oh my goodness. So this, this course will completely reshape cognitively how you approach your academic program it does absolutely it does the internal work for the external success and nailed it nailed it I am just oh my gosh please give your website again it's it's non-trad no yeah 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 nontradaccelerator.com okay but your Instagram handle is something different right yes it's the learning mom and that's my personal also business mm-hmm. account there. So I'm on it frequently. Everyone can shoot me any questions that you have. There's no pressure to join the program. I am just here to support others because I created this program and my Instagram page, I think you'll see is very active. It is, I'm trying to create the resource that I wish I had it. I had those first few yes. years of university because I wasted so much time, mm-hmm. so much money, so mm-hmm. much stress, completely yeah. unnecessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. 
I am so excited that we connected and that we met and I'm wishing you continued success and please keep us posted about medical school because oh, we want to cheer you guys on you on oh, thank um, you. As, as you become um, Dr. Roni. That would be amazing. Oh, um, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very grateful that you found me and you reached out and um, your success is my success. So if I can help build up your business and, um, see that people can benefit from the skill set that you have in this amazing program. That would just be the icing on the cake. That would be amazing. Yay. Thank you. Absolutely. So, um, definitely, um, if, if you need these resources, I cannot highly recommend it enough. I definitely, like I said at the beginning, I wish I had had this just like you had said, Camille, you know, Mm -hmm. if, if we had had this, then maybe, we could have saved ourselves a little bit of stress and anxiety and money and mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. on our purpose, our path much earlier. So mm-hmm. for that, I am very grateful. And thank you. Before we end though, what is one piece of advice that you would like to leave our listeners with? Hmm. Excellent question. I would like to remind everybody that there internal dialogue matters. You need to listen to Mm -hmm. what you're telling yourself because you yourself are an incredible wealth of knowledge and you are worthy of whatever dreams, goals, career, whatever kind of future you want to create for yourself, go make it happen. And you don't have to do it alone. I love that. Oh my gosh. I thought you were speaking to me directly. I, I am. I'm speaking to everyone who's listening. Oh my gosh. Cause you know what? Just even as women, mothers, working women, we have that in our head. We just need to be reminded we're worthy. And when you mm-hmm. said that, I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh, I am so Absolutely. delighted. I'm so delighted we met. Thank you so much for, um, just coming online and highlighting your business and who you are. And I'm very grateful. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Wendy. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.